I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. So Coco, as with the last night, you lay down in your Forever 21. You have your freshly purchased garments and uh, whatever else you bought with Art's money. And then as the sun began to come up, you felt tired. But not like sleepy tired, but just that heavy weight of being undead upon you, weighing down your limbs. What does the area that you, air quotes, sleep in now look like in this Forever 21? I set my bedroom up in the changing rooms area. So I have like that little cot that I was given and I got a nice blanket and just kind of made the best of that space and of course my clothes are like hanging everywhere because there's those hooks all over thank god for that does she have any thoughts before the day sleep takes her about her situation about where she finds herself and where her life is going honestly what life like i don't even i don't know what to think about these people like that art guy, he's pretty nice. He did take me shopping and everything. That Missy girl, I think that she's just weird. And I wonder what's up with that cute boyfriend of hers. But I don't really know too much about like that not any much cuter Jimmy guy. Like He just looks stupid. And... I don't know if I can trust them because they kind of got rid of my family, but they are kind of helping me. So I just don't know. It's fucking weird. It is indeed fucking weird. And as these thoughts are taken from you by the day sleep, you're immediately awake again. But as you come to, as your body begins to locomote and awareness is given to you, you're going to notice that crawling all over and around you are a bunch of rats and mice. Oh my god, what the fuck? Like, I just want to jump up and brush at myself and scream and squeal. This is fucking disgusting. You would be expecting them to scatter, but they don't. They just kind of swarm into a little pile in one area. And as you look at them, you would swear that all of their little heads are looking at you. Ew, what the fuck do you guys want? Oh, I'm going to need a shower, like a real legit shower. You ask them, what the fuck do they want? Does she actually mean that? Does she really want to know what they want? Yeah, for real. What the fuck? As you cry out, what the fuck do you want? You hear, it's got to be like 20 little voices. And they are all saying the same thing. They're all saying, find out, investigate. 
fucking investigate? You. Oh my god, like, what? Uh, I must be going crazy, because I think that these rats are fucking talking to me. That's cool. This is fine. We are talking to you. You are talking to us. You... You... You you can understand me? As one, their heads shift in one direction to kind of look at the other half of them. And then they look back at you. And they, they give a little nod. Well, I just kind of like run my hands through my hair and pull it away from my face and do that like big cheeked, like blow all the air out. Like just like, okay, fuck it. This is cool. Um, investigate. Um, should I look this way and just kind of point to the right? Investigate you. It, like you're. Uh, okay, so I'm just a girl, and um, I'm living the world. Not living. I'm just a little different now. Um, so, but that's fine. You should know about, you know, people like me. We do. So what, what, what do you want to know about me? I'd prefer it if you didn't climb all over me and my bedroom, if you could just, you know, do an ask, that's fine. And I'll totally tell you whatever. Do you spend the next little while answering the rest questions? Absolutely. And I'm sure they get like cuter as I talk to them because they have those little like little faces and those cute little whiskers. They're kind of cute. They are kind of cute. They will ask you questions for a little while and you will give them answers. You have about an hour before everybody else gets up. Do you talk to the rats for that time or do you go in search of an actual shower? I feel okay now because, you know, they're friends. So I'll sit and chat with these like weird. It's not like I have any place to be, honestly. Like, really, what else should I be doing right now? I, clearly nothing. They are happy to to talk to you and answer all of your questions and discuss things like cheese. Until you hear some 80s music out in the main area of the mall. Well, then I'm just going to ask the rats. Does he do this every night? They don't have an answer for that because they will tell you that they are not usually here. They're not from around here, not home. Really? That's But I thought that you knew about, you know, like people like me. If you're not from here, where are you guys even from then? From home. From away is it far away all day wow that sounds like really well i don't i guess i honestly don't know how fast rats can travel i mean it would be pretty far if you were driving cars right guys their heads all just kind of twist to the same side i know i'm sorry um it the the person it, it's like me Yes. Gives food. Is it a man or a woman? And 
Are they nice to you? Gives food. I I can get you food if you're hungry. All right. Well, if they tell me they want food, then I'll tell them, you know, stick around. Please just don't mess with any of my art supplies. And I kind of do a point to where my things are or my clothes and do a broad like wave to where my clothes are. And I'll be back with snacks. Snacks, 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 snacks. While you're finishing up with your rat friends, what are the other three of you doing? The same thing Jimmy does every night. Try to take over the world? No, goes to see uh, Madame Fina. As she pulls the card and finishes the little tarot spread that she does for you, she says, you have a lot of things going on right now. I do, yeah. The cards are always right, just in different ways. Yeah, it looks like I'll be, uh, things will be happening. Well, hopefully they are positive for you because I just can't wish the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Things should be going well. I have, uh, I have high hopes. Of course. Let me know if you need any help with anything. I do spend quite a bit of time here. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to ask. And, Jimmy thanks her and leaves. Does Missy linger in her haven, or does she come out when she's brooding? Missy most likely didn't sleep. She probably just sat fuming. So you went to bed angry and then woke up angry? Mm-hmm. She comes out. Just go hang out in the food court, or do you... Mm-hmm. Just grumpily, just find a seat arms crossed, just Harumph. that talking, you know, lips moving, there's a conversation happening internally. Calvin is not very effective tonight. Oh, he's going to die. There's plenty of ways for that to happen. Mm-hmm. You had given him distinct impression that he should not show his face up here again without your mom. So. Don't bring my mom. I said. Find out why is she on the street and get her back in her house. Well. I didn't say bring her to the mall. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Blood ponds make you do crazy things. Speaking of crazy things, Art, you're going through a bunch of your recordings. Some of the stuff we talked about you finding out about last time as you were listening to things. The one bit of new business, though, when Raven goes to get a hold of you, how does she usually do it? I have burner phone. Raven knows it is burner phone, but it is one I check messages. I I do not call back on it. It is dead drop, like all drops are for me. There is a message waiting for you on that phone. It says, hey, the big guy is pissed, indicating the sheriff. It's a little dead surprise. We should meet. Because getting a hold of your friend is next to impossible, and I can't be asked to deal with it right now. My friend? Which friend? I have many. I don't have any friends. What am I talking about? All right. You would assume Jimmy, because he doesn't have a phone. He cannot use technology, because fucking the worst. 
Do you send her a message back or do you wait until everybody gets together? I will send a message back now. What message would that be? Time and place, question mark. Shortly after, as you're still going through your evening routine, you will get a message back of, I am free. Do you want me to come down there? Message back, I do not. Let us find a different place. She asks where and when. I feel like it's going to become an auspicious place. So let's shoot for that abandoned community center that keeps popping up. Wonderful. And let's do it after lunch, which would be about, well, let's call it one o'clock in the morning. Okay, cool. One of the nice things about being up in the Northeast area is that dark in the wintertime comes very early. So you guys have plenty of time right now. She agrees, and she will let you know when she's on the way. So while you are sitting there and finishing dealing with all of your associated paperwork, Coco, Jimmy, and Missy will all begin to, I guess, congregate in the the food court area. Uh, Jimmy, after he left Madame Fina's, was going to head over to the Forever 21. Okay. Because he didn't see Coco at the food court. You will run into her, and she is coming out of the Forever 21, and there are a few rats that are following behind her. Did you get new friends? I mean, I think so. Aren't they cute? Uh, eh, not really. Um, you, so, you know, we're supposed to be teaching you how to, uh, become a vampire, right? Or, sorry, we're supposed to be teaching you how to be a kindred, right? So I was going to start some lessons if you're interested. Um, yeah, that sounds great. I was just gonna find these guys a snack real quick, though, because, I mean, like, they all kind of want food. <laughs> well, what about you? Are are you hungry? Uh, no, I'm good. I feel good. Oh, okay. Well, that, that was what I was mainly going to do, to, you know, the proper ways of feeding. So, uh, if you're not hungry, we could probably meet up with everyone else in the cafeteria. You uh, find a snack for your rodents. Do you do you think that there's any like cheese anywhere in this building? They, I think they like cheese the most, probably. Uh, no. All right. Well, then, like maybe there's got to be a vending machine down there with some like cheesy poofs or something. I'm sure that'll be fine, right, guys? They are nodding their heads to you. Yeah. Jimmy, it's a little weird. Well, yeah, off you go. Have fun. Okay, come on, guys. They squeak after you. As Coco walks away. Ugh, gangrel. Ugh. Completely grody. And as you come into the food court, you will see Missy being very cross, sitting there, her rumping, and seeming to be talking to somebody. Is Art around? You know, that's a very interesting question when it comes to Nosferatu. <sighs> Missy in a bad mood, or 
or go find art. Hmm. Yeah, let's avoid Missy and go find art. Art, you will see that Jimmy is coming your way on your little cameras and is, I guess, hanging outside your door. Unless he just walks right in. I don't know how your relationship is. Uh, my relationship with everybody is the same. You wait outside the shack of radios and I will come to you. Yeah, well, Jimmy probably doesn't have a key, so it's not up for busting up the place. Intercom will turn on. Ah, Jimmy, what is it? Uh, just, uh, just bored trying to find something to do. You, uh, up to anything good or not good? We have meeting with Raven tonight about one in the morning over by community center where all sorts of trouble occurs. Yeah, another one. She wishes to speak to you, but is coming through me, so I guess we will both go. All right, then. Sounds fun. Uh, do you have any idea what's up with Missy? She seems crankier than usual. Uh, no, not yet. If I had to guess, it was something from last night involving... Um, the boy. Miss, he's boy trouble. I mean, do we need him anymore? We have our own car. If you want to get rid of him, you talk to Missy. I will leave this alone. No, no, I don't want to get rid of him. It's just, if it's causing that much trouble, maybe, actually. But, yeah, we'll see if it passes. It will blow itself over. It's no problem. Yeah, it usually does. Anyway, I am almost done going through messages. I will be in food court soon. Rightio. I'll uh, talk to you later. Bah. Jimmy just walks off. Not heading to the food court because still doesn't want to deal with Missy. Over in the food court, Coco, you will see Missy sitting there, grumpy. And there's a vending machine that has a few things in it. Sweet is the vending machine by her. She could definitely see you going there and getting some stuff. And Missy, you can see rats following her. Rats are nothing new. Yeah, if I'm, you know, close enough that it would be rude to not say hi, then I would just, hey, how you doing? As I head to the vending machine. She'll just glare at you. Okay. Is there, like, anything even in there? Like, There's a few things that are probably stale that are hanging out in there. She doesn't look like it works all that well. Well, I'm still going to try and put money in it and see if it works. Sure. You can feed your little rat friends. And they are very excited to take the chips or crackers or whatever it is that you got out from you. I'm just going to coo over them and tell them how cute they are and pet their little heads. I don't know about their tails. Like, actually, you know what? They're kind of soft. They're so cute. And after a couple of minutes of this, Art and Jimmy will arrive. Art sees the rats. He just stops, tilts his head. They're eating chips and crackers, and she is petting them, and they are very cute. What is with the animals? Um, they 
they were kind of like they were, I guess, in my bedroom. They want to investigate me or something. Aren't they cute? I feel like I'm learning so much from them. Like, look at how they hold their little crackers with their little hands. Um, where did they come from? I don't know. They said they live like a whole day away, which probably for a rat isn't that far. But I mean, it would be far for a person, right? Well, they do have ways to travel that most people do not follow. <clears throat> so, I think we have some things to discuss this evening, yes? We will put rats on the agenda. Uh, okay. Like, went up. I mean, I'm clearly not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, yes, how true this is. Art's gonna flop down in a seat at a table nearby to watch in the rats. Are you sitting near Missy or away from Missy? I will sit near Missy. Why wouldn't I sit near Missy? I like Missy. Yeah, she just seems very angry right now. Mischief? What kind of mischief are you getting in this evening? That depends. And what does that depend on? If he doesn't fix it, we're we're going to have to punish him. Art is about to respond, and then the whole we thing kicks in. He's like, but, um, Mischief, listen. I have looked into the thing that you spoke about with me, that you asked me to. If you prefer, we will take care of it this evening. Hmm? Maybe not just him. Maybe all of us. She kind of squint. No. This was his fucker. He fixes it. Or he's punished. I didn't say kill him. I said punish him. Art looks to the left and to the right of Missy as if somebody is sitting there. There's nobody sitting there. He knows this. What did you tell him to do? He was supposed to watch her. He was supposed to make sure she was safe. So if she ends up there, how did she end up there? It means he didn't do his job. And if he didn't do his job, what good is he? And if he's of no good to me, then he doesn't need to be. Uh, mischief, I would like you to take a long moment and think about this because he is he, he is yours and it will be exceedingly difficult for you to get another one if you break this toy. How's it difficult? Just find another one. Ah, <gasps> Cheshire can help me find another one. I, I. This is going to be busy evening, mischief. Look, I have small amounts more research to do. Once I have finished that, I will have answer in regards to question you asked regarding this person. I would prefer you did not punish your man until after this information has been brought to light, huh? Sure. I'm reasonable. No, we're, we're reasonable. We'll, we'll give him till tomorrow night to fix it. If he doesn't fix it, then he'll have to be punished. Or prove he can prove himself worthy. <gasps> 
Yes, yes, we can make him do that. <gasps> we'll have him do that. That'll solve other problems. Ah, oh, that's a great idea. No, you're, you're, you're very smart. Art's going to look over at Coco and Jimmy. Back to Missy. We'll be sure to kill him. He has time limit. We do have several things to work out tonight. First order of business. The barons know that Coco is amongst us now. And they would like very much to meet her before Elysium. Uh, do we have to go through a world tour of the city? Uh, we may have to, yes. Will it be tonight? Not sure, but it will be soon. Sheriff's deputy also wishes to speak with us. I do not think it is a good idea for Coco to go. At the same time, these is things that she will have to learn. Yeah, I'm thinking she should go. I don't want to go to jail. You are not going to jail. We do not have jail cell for kindred. And, like, I don't know what to wear because if I have to meet, like, royalty and the police in, like, the same night, I don't know what that outfit means. Art looks down. He's wearing Adidas track pants. It, just use your best judgment. Oh, my God. Okay, where's the venue? That might help. A venue for meeting Sherry's deputy is going to be community center. Apparently, you know of it. I think abandoned construction site. Okay. I don't think we got anything construction site yesterday. That's not exactly where we went shopping, but like the... Um, the prince, the royalty, baron. Um... You met the baron. There are some differences, you see. There are several barons in city. We will be meeting with them. There is also prince of Camarilla. We will be meeting at Elysium. That is very high class. That is dressed to nines, dressed to tens, dressed to all of them. That is that is last. Love that. Okay. All right. Um, so, like, jeans probably tonight then. Probably jeans. Yes, it does seem like jeans kind of evening. Personally, I'm more leather pants, but uh, jeans would do. I will not touch this. And then, of course, we also have to teach Coco ropes of being kindred. This means feeling belly, things to do, things to not do. Now it depends, because I have no Nosferatu who are able to do the same thing, but talking with, with Rat is unique, Coco. Especially when they say they live day away and come to you to say hello. Do they have interest in staying? Do I need to find interest in pet store? I mean, like, they seem happy because I fed them. I think they like me. They're, like, waggling their little noses at me and stuff, and we talked a lot. I learned, like, that that one right there, his family is huge. He is fat. You, 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 what did you tell them? Um, like, just stuff. We were just talking about stuff. 
like they asked how like I liked it here and stuff and um, just kind of other questions like that, like about me, like how old I was and stuff and what my name was. But you asked them question and they answer? Yeah, but it's kind of hard, like, talking to rats. I don't know if you've ever done that because, like, you know, like I said, something about a car and they just kind of looked at me like I was a little crazy because they don't understand what a car is. I I have asked them this. I am curious now. Ask them who they belong to. Okay. So... I kind of just lean down to the fattest, cutest one and ask him, who do you guys belong to? Abishai. Um, I think he, he said like Amishai or something. Fuck. I... What? You guys did good. You're so good. You're so cute. Here, have another cheesy poof. It is nuzzling, and uh, if you let it, it will totally climb up and, like, ride on you. Missy just slams her head down onto the table. That I agree with this. Coco, you know how I said we had to meet Barons of City? Well, congratulations. You have been greeted by Baron Abishai. He is no sphere out to Baron. Maybe we're going to meet. Instead, he sends his emissaries to meet you. And you have given him information about yourself. This is lesson you must learn. Do not tell anybody anything about you, because we will and do use it against you in future. We are very long-lived people. We play long game. This is this is important lesson. Okay, but like I never talked to rats before. Like you said, people before, but like clearly these aren't people, and they're. Really cute, and he must like me if he sent these like cute little rats to say hi. So I think it's fine. Missy looks up and winks at Art. I'm sure you'll like him too when you meet him. Most attractive devil you've ever seen. But now we have to kill all. No. There is no point in killing all of them. They are going to return. Well, let's face it, he probably already knows. Why do you always got to ruin my fun? He should know by now he's not supposed to be invading domain like this. Now I have to set traps. More traps. No, not for the rats. Um, I'll make them promise just to, like, not poop any place, like, where you would step in it. And they'll they'll be good, probably. You aren't getting it, are you? She is not. You don't understand. They were sent here. <laughs> they interrogated you. And you answered their questions. And then fed them. Like, you're the worst. They're spies. Oh my gosh. You guys are just the cutest little spies I ever saw, though. Okay, so maybe, did you manipulate me? They don't say anything. They just eat their cheesy poofs. See? No. Why, if I'm manipulating you, would I confess to manipulating you? Art is going to look at one of these rats, probably the cutest, fattest one that Coco's been on about, and he's going to level a gaze at it and say, 
Let Baron Abishai know we will meet with him. I already told him this, but I want you to tell him straight from your mouth, da? The rat says asshole, but you can't understand. Don't have to understand him, he's a rat. Oh, he just called you an asshole. (laughs) He is a good judge of character. That was not nice, Chunky Butt. No. Squeak. Eh, squeak you. This conversation and these antics go on. Are you guys doing anything or are you just chilling? We should do things. We should teach Coco the ropes until meeting with Raven. Unless there is something else I am forgetting. Well, Cheshire is going to be waking up soon. I don't know if anybody else said anything or if you guys are just going to hang out here as he wakes up. Yeah, Jimmy has nothing to do, so hang out works. Play with the rats. Brood. You can probably begin some of the conversational aspects about things like the tradition, Camarilla, that kind of thing. Some of the positions in addition, like, you know, you already mentioned she met one baron, you mentioned another baron, there are three others and the prince. I should know the answer to this because Jimmy is here, but is the fact that Carol is the harpy come up? Yeah. Cool. Let's have that quick conversation as Poku finds out that Carol is a vampire. Yeah, so yeah, those are the barons, and then there's the prince, like I mentioned. Um, and then the other people, there's a sheriff, and we're going to meet one of the deputies. Oh, wait, wait. Like, is there a king, though? There is king, but you will never meet him. He is shrouded in myth and legend. So there's only like one, like an act, like not like a president where there's like a king president for like the country or something. Well, there's one per clan. The preomit. You are thinking of Primogen. The Primogen. There is council of eldest of all clans in every city. Yeah, it's kind of like the king. Ish? No, more like um, circle of advisors. True, true. So is there, like, a queen, too? Uh, I mean, king is kind of gender neutral. I mean, our prince is female, so... That is so cool. Sure. Strangely progressive for our kind, yes. Uh, but yeah, there's the sheriff, and he's the one who kind of enforces the law. Like I was saying, it's kind of straightforward. Well, the law of the prince. Kind of like the prince's guns sort of thing. Just gets the job done. You also have, uh... Oh, right, and that is, um... What's that asshole's name? I can never remember. There are a lot of assholes. Speak to Rat. Rat knows he is all about assholes. No, the sheriff. What's the the, the Vinny? Vinny the Vinny the fish. Yeah. And then um, and deputies like Raven, we're going to meet. Uh, but then at the same level as a sheriff, we have um, the harpy, of course. 
She's the mouthpiece, like the person who distributes the news. That's just one way of putting it, yes. That's her official job, isn't it? It's for all the news she is supposed to disperse. We have so little of it unless you've been keeping it from us as usual. No, I, I, I mean, I assume you know everything already, but. Why are you a queen? Am I a queen? Yeah, because you're supposed to give us news. Like, no, the, the, the harpy is no, no, the harpy. <laughs> uh, I'm good friends with the harpy. All right, we we get along. Uh, you know her. Um, what? 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 Carol Jackson. That's the harpy. I... She's the harpy. Carol, yeah. fucking Jackson is like, like me. Well, more like me than you. But yes, you're a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> no, like. Like a kindred, though. Yeah. The, she is. She is kindred. She's high up in Camarilla organization for a city. I told you it would not be a problem for you to have job working for Carol. There are just other considerations that have to be made. Yeah, I uh, informed her last night that you were turned, and uh, she seemed interested, but. Uh, well, uh, we'll meet soon, probably. Probably. It will be at Elysium. Oh, at the very latest, yeah. She might drop by earlier, who knows. She likes to see me now and again. Coco is just sitting there, stone still, mouth agape, hand just kind of over her mouth. She would be holding her breath if she had, like, breath to hold, but just... All you can see is her eyes just kind of moving back and forth between the two of you. Like this is and getting wider. Crazy. Well, Jimmy just continues talking about the other roles. So as you guys are having this wonderful educational moment, you will hear the sound of somebody coming down the stairs by the food court. And as you look up, you see Cheshire coming down the stairs. Cheshire is a man. A little bit taller than average. He looks he looks like he has been road hard and put away wet. His hair is a mess. It's that like stringy kind of greasy hair that hasn't been taken care of properly. And it's just some of its shoulder length, some of it's a little bit longer. It's 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 not good. He has some bulging eyes. He is deathly pale. Which the rest of your friends here and you are on the paler side, but he is worse. He seems to be looking straight ahead and he has a bit of a kind of a rictus grin on his face as he's coming down around the stairs and coming down towards you guys. As they say, the cat came back. Missy gets a huge smile on her face when she sees Cheshire. Oh, good. She appears very happy now. Wonderful. I can't imagine why. He comes down, and you will watch as his eyes scan over you. And as his eyes lock onto Coco, there is a look of recognition, and he makes a beeline straight for you. Does he look like he's coming to, like, hurt me? It's hard to tell. There's not a lot of distance, and he looks crazed. 
Yeah, definitely can jump. Art's going to interpose himself between Coco and Cheshire. You just like get there bodily, or you just try to put like your hands up and like hold him back, just like whoa, 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 a bodily in between. He will crash into you, not like knock you on the ground, but definitely he thought you were going to move, but bumps you and then stops and then looks at you with a look, and then he looks up at Coco, reaches his his right hand out if Art is blocking the left half of his torso. He says, "People, come." And he's motioning towards you. Missy, you know that name. That is the name of one of the members of his pack. She's going to look at Coco. You know him? No, I, I don't. I don't know what what the fuck. What's a Sveeble? Uh, You, you are. She's Missy. Look at Art. He said that was one of the people that ran with him, his pack. She's part of his pack, which. Makes sense. You're, you know, how you are. It does not make sense, no. No, she's furry like a dog, pack. They're pack animals. You get it? Rude, I have no fur, okay? Rude, you said that in front of rats. Yeah, but, like, they're nice. And they can't understand everything I say all the time, probably. Well, anyway, besides the point, he knows you. You're his people. Telling us your name is Coco. She's a liar. I'm not Spiebel. I don't know. And I don't have a pack. Like, no. Like, if, if I have a pack, it's basically you guys. So, hope you like that. Cheshire is taking this in, and he stops his forward progress now that Art is standing here. And he's just, look, and you can tell that he's intently looking and listening to what Coco has to say. Um, Cheshire, do you know of a white-furred gangrel? Yes, that is that is feeble. That is, and then he looks straight at Coco. Says she has given you the gift of the blood. This is cause for celebration. We shall begin your creation rites. We shall ah, and he begins to wheels are turning in his head. It's excited. Art is going to look at the rats. Go. They will look at you. They will look at Coco. And all but the one that was sitting on her shoulder scatters. And here I thought we would not be doing anything tonight important. And of course we are. Mm, yep. Cheshire, tell us more about Sveeple. We break into a little bit of a back and forth montage as he calms himself as you start asking and showing interest in his former pack members. He describes her as she looks young, but she is at least as old as he is in the like 17, kind of like Missy looks. She has white hair, with the exception of a splotch of brown that comes down in a bang over her right eye. She is of Nordic or Norwegian descent, she is of Clan Grangirl. Her eyes are mismatched just like Coco's are, which is how he thought that she was her. Coco, as he is going through this whole conversation, he is clearly unhinged. He is talking about things 
But these people have not explained to you yet about how they have fought against the antediluvians. They are part of the Sword of Cain. They are members of the Sabbat, and that they are Cainites. I um, didn't really pay attention to that part in church. Uh, they, it always loses me at, like, the begats. You know what I mean? Like, no. But that's cool. I guess I know my, like... But you know of Cain, of Cain and Abel, yes? Yeah, yeah. And how God asked of them to sacrifice that which is most important. And when Cain came to him with something, it does not matter, but God was not happy. So Cain sacrifices his brother Abel, and God says that was wrong. But Cain only did what he was asked. God wanted him to sacrifice his most important thing. And who is more important than your brother? And then God cursed him, cursed him thrice, never to see the sun again, never to taste of food, and never to feel warmth. Now, here we are. You remember when you asked who was king? Now you know, he is king. He is first of the empires. He is first, and his childer, the second generation, was betrayed by the third generation, the antediluvians. And they, who oh, they are plotting against all of us, waiting to consume every single one of us. Antediluvians are the ones who created the clans of which we are all members. Yes, they were cursed by Cain himself for their arrogance, and that begat the clans. Legend says Malkev, head of Malkavian clan, was stricken in sin. And all of his child share the same dementias. <laughs> that's what you think, but that's not true. Tell them, Missy, tell them that it is not true. We are not insane. We have all of the answers. All we need are the questions, and we have the answers. Yeah. What he said. It is ringing endorsement, Cheshire. No offense, mischief. I'm not insane, Art. Oh, we are not insane? I'm not insane. Oh, it's the others that are insane. Do you think I'm insane? No, I do not think you're insane. No longer smiling. Now she's standing. Think I'm, think I'm insane? Think I'm crazy? I'm unhinged? Can't be trusted? Mischief, I don't trust anybody. <clears throat> It is part and parcel of what I am, what I do. It's a good lesson for you to learn, Coco. Do not trust anyone, especially another kindred. But you can trust your pack. I, I'll i be right back. And he gets up and heads up towards the hay. Yeah, good advice, Art. Maybe I won't trust you either. She's going to walk away. I, you will have to make it up to her. But. But is she, is she crazy, though? Like, because she seems a little crazy. All right. Uh, yeah. She is Malkavian. They all have the madness. It manifests in different ways. Also, while Cheshire is away, only half listen to what he says because he's a little wrong. We'll just... Leave it at that. Don't ask him about it. And uh, don't mention to people that he's here. 
Abishai already knows. Yeah, well, Abishai can keep a secret or two. This is so. Is he is he crazy too? Abishai? <laughs> no, he is no Sviratu like I am. He is information broker. He is, um, we shall say he is primogen of Nosferatu in city. No, no, not the rat guy. He's clearly cool because he has cool pets. But um, the Cheshire, like, is he crazy too? Oh, yes. He, he is very crazy. He is old, old for Malkavian, old period. Jimmy wants to take a quick look around, make sure there's no rats watching. Well, there was the one that was on Coco's shoulder that nobody made objection to. Jimmy will point out, like, like there's still a rat here. Avoid talking about who Cheshire is? No, I suppose you're right. Oh. Can't I? So I. I can't keep him then. He's got to go. Right? Or do I... He is not your rat. He is Abishai's rat. Okay, well, just give me a minute because he's kind of cute. I'm going to just kind of walk back over to the vending machines to have a quiet minute to say goodbye to my friend and ask him to be careful on his way home because now that all his pack is left. Yeah, he is uh, happy to have a couple little squeaking conversations with you. Do you tell him anything particularly interesting? No, just to really take care of himself. I just lay all that like sweet on super thick. You know, give him any last little bits of snacks I have. Offer to tie snacks to his tail for the ride home or whatever. And, you know, maybe I'll see you around sometime. Don't be a stranger. He tells you that he'll be around. That he looks forward to seeing you again. Okay, bye, Chunker Butt. I'll see you later. And then he scurries off. Missy, were you going anywhere cool? She's probably going to go somewhere where they aren't. And um, I think she's going to text uh, Cal. So you're not going back to your haven at all? No. She's going to text Cal and see where he is in fixing the problem. You will get a response almost immediately that says that he is looking for her. She'll look back over her shoulder toward the food court. She'll text Cal and say, you have until tomorrow night. You get several long apologetic messages that are all linked together. Oh, she she just, you know, puts the phone in her pocket. Leaves them on red. Do the three of you stay in the food court for Cheshire to come back? Yeah, Jimmy will stay. Bert doesn't want to. Sounds like there was a butt coming. Yeah, it's kind of contingent on what Coco wants to do. I want to learn more about this white wolf. I mean, he did seem pretty convincing, especially when he said about my eyes and stuff. Like, that was just weird. I'm staying. Did the description meet the description of Elizabeth? Partially in that they both have white hair, but Elizabeth does not have mismatched eyes. Okay. 
And I wasn't close enough to see what the white wolf had, was I? Not in that light, no. Mm. A minute or two will go by, and you will hear the pitter-patter of rapidly descending Malkavian feet coming down. He plops onto the table that the three of you are sitting at. He slaps down like a chef's knife, like a common kitchen appliance chef's knife, and he slaps down this silver goblet chalice. Looks like it belongs at a wedding ceremony. He says, come, <laughs> it'll it'll be great. And he goes to take the knife and to cut at his wrist to bleed into the bowl. But after he bleeds into the bowl, he hands the blade to Coco. He's like, come, you, you next. No. We are not doing this. We are not doing this here. We are not doing this at all. We said no. But you don't. It'll help bring us together. You mentioned that you can't trust people. This is how you can trust us. We can all trust each other through the Valdery. Explain. For her sake. You see, we... How much of an explanation do you want? Uh, like, the whole thing. Because this is all new to me. Good answer. Good answer. 500 years ago, in 1493, the the kindreds, the Canite society, got together. Because, you see, the elders had their boots on our throats, and they were oppressing us. And the younger Canites at the time got, got sick and tired of it, right? Because we're, we're vampires just like they are, and we should have all of the same rights, right? Just because they're older, and they would use their blood to force us to do things against our will, make nothing more than puppets of us. But, but, the Zemis, they found a way. They found a way that if you mix your blood together, and to say an incantation, it can shatter those chains of oppression that the elders put upon us and bind us all together with a single purpose to throw off this oppression and to throw off the antediluvians and their Camarilla puppets so that we can be free to be as we are. Come, come, many points with a knife to you. Um, sorry, I just. Could you. Maybe slow that down. Like, that makes no sense. When you feed on the blood of another kindred, this is essentially what we're, he's wanting to do. When you feed on the blood of another kindred, uh, you become bound to them. So when everyone's feeding off of each other, they all want to make sure everyone's bound to each other so they won't backstab each other. However, there's issues with that. There are no issues. It grants freedom from the those of you that are bound. It break those shackles. Yes. Place of it, come on, camaraderie. Those of us who are bound. Um. No thanks. Um. I don't think I'm ready for this yet. I would agree with this. The knife is shaking in his hands. He's... What happens if you drink your own blood? Tastes terrible. 
in a little bit of frustration, he hurls the knife across the food court and it goes skittering across the floor. You don't. We need this. And he's going to look deeply into Coco's eyes for a moment and just sit there for a second. And realization hits him. Wait. If you're... If you still need your creation rights, then that means that she's here. She's in the city. I have to find her. And he gives up. It's 11-18-2020. Yeah. Uh, let me just look at your... Uh, everybody else, literally everybody got hungry except for Coco. Yeah. That's what I was bitching about earlier. Wow. She can't even be a vampire properly. <laughs> God, why is she hungry for the <laughs> mortals? <laughs> there was something else you were complaining about her not being able to vampire properly, and I don't remember what it was. And we will take care of that. Sure. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure Lovely. Love-hate relationship, huh? Wow, Jimmy just doesn't like her. I mean, that's strange, because Carol's like, yo, bring me her. They are kind of cute. They will ask you questions for a little while, and you will give them answers. And I will ask the owner of the rat to give me uh, a list of questions he might have of you, and then I will give him some answers. That sounds great. As she pulls the card and finishes the little tarot spread that she does for you. Queen of Wands indicates that you will be optimistic, outgoing, and full of energy. You'll be accomplishing many tasks and keeping a lot of balls in the air. My friend? Which friend? I have many. I don't have any friends. What am I talking about? All right. You would assume Jimmy, because he doesn't have a phone. He cannot use technology. Because fucking the worst. Will kind of a rictus grin on his face as he's coming down around the stairs and coming down towards you guys. As they say, the cat came back. The very next day. Sorry. There is no apology that I could accept for that. (laughs) Cool. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.